New blog flow. New blog flows. The land mode. Special guest, Mello, at IME on Twitter. Yer. What's happening, man? Peace, my Jesus. Mello? It's Mello. What's good? What's good, my G? How you doing? Good morning, man, man, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really? Uh, that man. You said what? Is that man Al in here too yet or no? Oh, the man Al is not in here yet. He's not. He's not available. He hasn't swooped down upon us to catch up. Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> but uh, he he he'll fall too for sure. But um. What's happening, man? What are we discussing? Well, I wanted to, I got a couple different subjects I wanted to go over, you know, that are related to things that we've all discussed in our individual journeys in this podcasting world. Mine beginning a bit later than y'all's. But um, media training for individuals, um, the College to Clout pipeline that we see on, on here, hashtag on here, via Internet activism and articles. Um, is attention culture more dangerous for us than anybody else? You know, as people have a lot more tattoos on the face now. Um, there's a lot more, uh, I'd say, media ratchetness and exaggerated, magnified behaviors in our community kind of rearing their head again, I guess, um, using our collective media slash cultural image as a booster when you're signaling to try and get things from us like a vote or money or more attention, which leads to votes and money, collective identity right. versus individual group identity, things like that. A little light on the notes. <laughs> Man, that's 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 decent though, man. I was uh checking out a couple books. I was uh I was looking at uh Black Bourgeoisie, the book that uh brought the shock of self revelization, the middle class blacks in America by E. Franklin Frazier. He was a I guess you would call I mean, I would consider him a philosopher in his own right. Right. He was definitely make he was putting some work down with this this uh Indictment of the black bourgeoisie, the black bougie. <laughs> and like yeah. with, on page 80, he was discussing like this kind of college to cloud um, pipeline that you discussed. And I want to uh, kind of discuss that quick. Um, he was saying like the, um, the Negro administrators, they was coming in as like replacement to the missionary education that was going on like in the in like the early 1900s, oh, going yeah. up to probably 50s to 60s, and uh, <laughs> so um, <clears throat> they were uh, they were being this replacement. But as they were going on, like I was saying, one of my previous like podcasts or whatever, uh, they were they were losing culture. So they he was saying, let me let me let me let me quote him. Uh, He was saying, uh, let me go to page 80. The, all, the entire orientation, this is, the, this is the second paragraph on page 80. The entire orientation and aim of higher education of the Negro was changing. It was natural that as the result of the, uh, the revolt against missionary education, these institutions would lose much of their piety. Dancing, car playing, and smoking would cease to be deadly sins and requirements uh, concerning chapel attendance were modified. Uh, mm. And then he was just saying, like, the, the institution like Tuskegee was, like, different from these schools because they they, they, they allowed for this, this stuff to uh, kind of... They allowed for the, uh, the, the the kids of the Negro masses, as he, as he calls it, the children of the uh, Negro masses. They were he was they had to allow for their social customs to be present on campus. Right. But within that, we lost 
uh, a sense of like uh, direction and like seriousness with like the knowledge, knowledge and stuff. So he was like saying on um, uh, page 82, he said, so teachers and students alike agree that money and conspicuous consumption are more important than knowledge or the employment of books and art and music. So he was like, man, wow. like these cats, they was, they was losing it. So this that's, that's, that's present day, man. <laughs> they basically to, it, the snap, party snap, school snap. environment was kind of went in the society. Damn, I didn't know it was that old or that earlier from that yeah, from that eras from whence our culture came. The whole freak nick started with a couple dice games at Tuskegee. Man, man, that's that. It's, it's all it's all evolution. It's all repetition. It all connects. For real, right. We, we we people. <laughs> Most we definitely people. are. We evolve and devolve. Uh, was that Al's um, podcast yesterday that that said every was that I don't know if it was you or him that said every upgrade isn't in fact an upgrade because it doesn't improve each time. Right. Like sometimes there right. you you lose things when you when you exactly that was out of time. Out, yeah. That's factual. That, that it's funny because the program I'm using to edit this after we're finished, um, I'm using an old version of it because I don't like the upgraded version, you know. And that, you know, yeah. relativity wise, that that can apply to social mores as well, with with exactly. pushes toward um, like social engineering and behavioral modification that we see going on with this uh this nice little sponsored gender war that I do participate in sometimes because I'm not going to lie, just like with the reverse soda versus the frying pan, I, I enjoy popping into that once in a while and popping my popping my shit. But, oh, yeah, you can do, man. This is the Internet, yeah, man. You, right, this is the joke. Internet. But I know I know what's behind all that. It is, it's, it's most definitely social engineering and trying to get... Um, people to move in one direction, you know, and not resist certain things because it's easier to sell things to a mass that's on one accordance. But it's also easier to sell things to people that are beefing with each other, too, so it's weird, you know. Exactly. Kind of odd. Very odd. But, man, I think it's, it's, it's because we 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 really haven't, Understood these platforms to their full for their for their full value, right? We 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 really took them for for playthings, like Al has said, and other people have said. So like, this idea is not new. Quite so, like, man. We we uh, we used to be cold. Like we we used to be cold at this this tech shit. Like we used to be them people at that. Like they like like. Motherfuckers were selling CDs because they knew how to make them motherfuckers, not because they had a middleman. Maybe they right. had a middleman. Most of them people knew how to do that because they they did that because they knew how to do it. <laughs> you do things because you know how to do them, right? So exactly. Uh, the first, the first major MP3 leaker, not to not to uh, interrupt you, but um, one of the guys that was responsible for. Well, quote unquote responsible for it because you know they always need a face and a fall guy. To me, he's a hero in a way. Responsible for the uh, the change from CDs to to MP3s was a was a brother from the South, actually from from Carolina. I read this book. I need to find it. It's um it's on my computer right now, and um it was saying he was part of one of those uh. I don't, it's not a mod group, but uh, the file, the PSP groups in the early 2000s, he started leaking things from the factory that he worked at. And, um, huh. you know, he set off that whole thing and actually helped boost New York mixtape culture at the same time and directly. And, uh, yeah, we used to be way colder at that. We were, we, were on, we were on the other side of the ball, so to speak. Like, we were, we were an advanced middleman within that within that space and now we kinda got pushed to the other side of the eight ball. The consumer. We don't control that. Yeah, we're the main consumer. 
you know, and other people used to be the consumer, like, right, we don't occupy that space, we can be the face of something, we can be somebody's brand ambassador right now, but, wait, 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 but there's definitely not much control, and I noticed that when that control became too much, and this is, you know, you can apply this to anything. I'm just using music as an example. You've seen what happened to DJ Drama and them. They got raided because that mixtape culture was a threat to the music industry. Right, right. That was actual indie, an indie situation. Right. People were controlling their own destiny and leaking their own songs and, and hearing the temperature. They were doing their own market research. Like, all right, I'm going to put this out and then see how the streets respond to it instead of having somebody create a dramatic situation around it and like, oh, yeah, um, they don't like this song. They don't want this to be here. You got to latch on to this situation because if you don't, um, you're not black enough right now, man. Be extra black and support this. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's weird, man, because, like, motherfuckers want you to be it's... anything that... that that revolves around race right now. Race and racism is like top two trending topics right now, bro. Facto. It's crazy. Facto. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. I think yeah. That, that repulsion marketing to sell anything. That's why, you know, and it's, it's useless because I'm helping them. Every time I put a no promo edict out when I see those repulsion marketing schemes come, like uh, one of those European brands will on purpose put out some triggering imagery and somebody right, right. will be like, this makes me mad. Well, of course it's supposed to, and that person knows better. They're doing that so you can sound the alarm and repeat their name. And because we're so focused on this this racial marketing scheme at the moment, you know, being woke, trademark, copyright, is, you know, it's easy. Yeah, hold on, that's my son. Hold on, real fast. No problem. Me... No problem. Hold on. He said what? He said he wanted horses. He said, okay, horse. Sorry, I'm just recording this again, and people listening is like, what is this man talking about? Don't even worry about it. Ah. Man, I lost my train of thought for a second, G. No, man, you good? Hey, you were speaking up on uh, the, ra- uh, the the racial market schemes, but, like, the uh, the, the, tactics, the tactics people use, the uh, employers, like, brand blow-up. <laughs> they want you to blow that shit up. Yeah, and it's and it's easy. I don't think they even spend too much money on doing that. Like it's it's free. Sometimes I'll be wondering if like the offended influencers like do they get an inbox like yo, act mad right fast for us <laughs> and get this off, get these bars off. I'm not trying to be the tinfoil fitted tinfoil do rag man, but. Even that's in their marketing schemes upon these platforms. Are like, you know, you want to come upload, come upload. I know you do. Come on, come on, do it, do it, do it. So, yep. I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. It's crazy that attention culture, man. We we get the we get the brunt end of it. We 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 want to go and go and uh, fulfill those fifteen seconds, but uh, to get some frustrations also, like for nothing. Most definitely. It reminds me of that, that episode of Black Mirror where dude, dude snapped out and then he became the angry black man for the show. You know, he started going on his rants and they became less effective. They're using the rants for entertainment. You know, he was right. like the Ta-Nehisi Coates. Oops, I violated no promo. Said somebody's name. Oh! oh. One, one. <laughs> But um, the man, the man on the show, and then that was another violation. Like I try to prevent myself from speaking 
these people's commercial products. I don't want to give them any free promo. That's what the whole no promo thing is about. Anyway, the gist of it is, the man was going on his ranch and is like, oh, we're being trapped and and f the system, and and this is an outrage, and people were using that to their advantage. That became their entertainment. So. It, it reflected now because a lot of those people want to move on to bluer pastures, as we can see with Miss Colors, that that one person from that one organization that held the signs up when people got shot. She doesn't want to be known for that anymore. This is the message. right, right, right. <laughs> like you, you can't you can't be not known for what you were known for. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's that was the plan all along. When you when you transfer, because there's a there's a culture that there's a protest culture. Before this blown up thing, I used to go to protest with my aunt. And yes, there was a certain brand of person. I mean, they're from the Bay Area. There's a lot of activism there, so I'm sure there's a lifestyle attached to that. Now, if you're right. a labor, yeah, you're a labor activist, and then you an opportunity in this sphere where you can get your voice heard and um, move some of the people that you have over there to over here, get some more backing, get some more sponsorship, and work with that and until it dries up and then now you want to move on to the next. But making the mistake of being bold and blatant about it, you know, that's kind of wild. But then again, that is 2019. You can say that. Mm-hmm. In public, Definitely. without much, much um, collective outrage, because collective right. outrage is a tool. Don't don't get much uh, volume. Not online. Mm-hmm. Not online. <laughs> you gotta make it happen in real life. Like most of us gotta know. Like your daily peers gotta know. That's about that's that's as far as we our arms reach. Gotta know. And it's funny because that you say our daily peers got to know because the average daily peer doesn't even know that she exists. They assume that the people that were on TV were in control of that situation. But it was really her. Exactly. Her peers. <laughs> you like it, right? <laughs> Quote, unquote, like. <laughs> Hashtag heart. like. <laughs> heart. Give it a big old heart. Uh, man, they got it right. They, they got it to the emotional level, the uh, physical level. No, not physical. They ain't got us on the physical no more. They got us on the emotional for sure. Like the the psychological warfare, the guy like like mm-hmm. ruminate now. Facts, and and even with the red heart that we've been using since the the Valentine. The oh oh yeah, that ties into something else. Introduction to mnemonics. The heart is a meme, too. Even the shape of that fake heart. You know a heart don't look like that. But let me let me look exactly. up mnemonics. That's propaganda. <laughs> You're supposed to be equal. It's symmetrical and everything. What type of snake? Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. a good allegorical symbol. But here we go. A mnemonic device or memory device is any learning technique that aids information or retention or retrieval, remembering in the human memory. Mnemonics make use of elaborative encoding, retrieval cues, and imagery as specific tools to encode any given information in a way that allows for efficient storage and retrieval. Now let's look up meme. Good old meme. What is a meme? An element of a culture or system of behavior that may be considered to be passed from one individual to another by non-genetic means, especially imitation. Right. Interesting. And, you know, I've heard. Actually, I observed it. I, I saw, I've seen memes influence the culture itself, the quote-unquote culture, because, uh, you know, there's... There's a bit of issues with what that really means. Mm-hmm. And uh, mnemonics, when you expand the word meme into what it really means, it becomes something that was completely different. It becomes more serious. And that ties into what you were saying earlier. You know, we're playing around with this thing when we shouldn't. Right. At all. You know, the boys over there on the other side with the frogs right. and them, you know, they... um. They're really practicing meme warfare, like that. That's what they call it. Um, they're yeah. organized. They 
They put these things together in groups. They spend work hours doing this. Like, this is some of their job. Mm-hmm. And it's still how um, we kind of caught up to it early and late. We were using them for humorous purposes in the early 2000s on message boards to be funny. And um, I don't think we, we've been able to adapt them to our to, to fit our purposes and kind of not backlash or counter the propaganda that's been used on the masses as a whole, you know, within our community. We haven't really been able to 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 leash that up without it being commercialized. Cause, um, I, I've been watching those Chan boys for a minute. They um they're the ones that influenced the election with the meme warfare. <laughs> Hardcore. I saw I saw that from from years back, from um like 2007 2006 on to now. Wow. They were building a subculture on a anonymous humor message board with mnemonics and echo chambers and roasting and jokes, and they built a certain style of humor that they could weaponize. And and it's crazy seeing that. I actually helped spread it because I was on another message board, but that's neither here nor there. There's a couple of us actually that did. But it, it's crazy seeing that that style of humor that came from them, 4chan, um, Encyclopedia, Dramatica, and they even have progenitors. There were people, other places before that. I, I know their little history. And it's crazy exactly. seeing that leak into the black community and, and kind of take over our humor style. And people don't right. really know the, the origin of it. Wow. The 4chan and all, wow. Yep. These, these companies, though. Huge company. Oh, of course. People got the power to to go in and rearrange it quick. <laughs> Excuse my language, um, but for real, man, it's, it's wild. It's really wild to me. I'm, I'm afraid that I'm afraid that we gonna uh, we gonna fall the risk of allowing this stuff to overpower us. And um, we gonna we gonna uh, allow it to run our life like on some AI supposedly shit, but not really because it's all programmed. They people think I, a lot of my people at least when they hear the AI conversation, they go into it blind. So they hear it like as if they get the possibility because like they get the possibility of everything else, <laughs> uh, right. well, everything that they're not supposed to give the possibility to them. So. It's some stuff that we should know by now, like, damn, right? To me, at least, I feel like there's some things we need to know. Um, and uh, That's factual. What, what, what we've been through and what our people have been through, what we've seen people been through on movies and whatever, whatever we use to see it, um, but it's there. Um, I think a lot of the time we've been moving on a need-to-know basis, though. So if it's not particularly interesting to a person or if it hasn't been spread through an influence or filter, then the mainstream of us is just not going to get it until it's too late. Yeah, I think so, too, man. It's it's wild. It's real wild, bro. Ooh, elaborate on the AI, though, because that, that needs to be spoken on and thought about by a great deal of people. I think that we go into it blind, man, because I, I, I talk to a lot of folks, man, and they, 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 they look at it as as in the, the average American looks at it, like as in these robots going to take over the world type shit. Not going to happen like that. Nah. It's gonna, it's gonna do something else. It's gonna be totally different than that. Cause who who allows who like who allows something like that to, to take place? That got the power to bring that into fruition. I don't I don't know nobody that would allow something like that. To, they they would have a plan B. Is what I'm saying. Like you know? exactly. That that would be that would be like something Hegelian that somebody would put together. Like, that's a that's a problem, a problem, so a reaction can be, can be,
can be measured out. And then the same people that put the problem out there also have the solution ready afterwards. So, oh, are you scared of the artificial intelligence? Well, don't worry. We have these preventative measures that we can install in your home and, you know, that for more convenience, and we can watch you and make sure that you're safe. Okay? Exactly. They Just for the price. Home. Yeah. They use all the buzzwords. <laughs> they know what they're doing. It's all propaganda, bro. It's, it's part of my, it's a motto. Yep. Down to the motto level. It's, your, it's a part of your motives. Part of the motives, part of the skin. It is the credo. Exactly. Built in. Man. Secure. I forget what the secure, free from, or free to. And that's an awesome question you can ask folks to see to see where their minds are headed or what they'll do in in a scenario where they'll have to um, compromise themselves. Would you rather have freedom from or freedom to? Mm, that's hard. <laughs> freedom from or freedom to? Mm. Which one is more powerful? Is my question after that? Which one is uh more feasible? Which one is more uh? Because there's gonna be different answers for different people. I right. Think. Most definitely. Like if you if you even <laughs> break them. Freedom from, who does that depend on, though? Like, that's the question. If you're free from something, who, like, is that an outside force making sure that you're free from that so you don't have to worry about that? I mean, it depends on who you are and, and how you were brought up. Like, was I always guarding myself against worries? What keeps me from being worried? How am I free from pain, free from debt free from anxiety versus am I free to move, free to speak, free to breathe, right. free to breathe? Is it free to do this here? Exactly. You know. Exactly. I, 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 I get what you mean, though, because free from it, it requires uh, some sort of, at least a plan B. <laughs> At least a plan B, because uh, you gotta have some type of undergirding once you free Most from. But free too, right? You know you gotta, you know you gotta, uh, you know you gotta plan B. Exactly. With the free from, like, all right, you are free from this bridge, but are you already across it? Hope, hope you are, because if you're not, and you're free from the bridge, you might wily coyote yourself. Mm. But then again, you are free to cross this area. At your own leisure and at your own risk. Right. Free from exactly. the risk is the risk isn't there anymore. Exactly. Yeah. That's fact. That's fact. Big fact. <laughs> good. Good. Uh, what, what was another point that that you wanted to discuss, though, man? Ooh. All right. <clears throat> okay. And I know this, this may be is it cliche to you or not. Um, using our collective media image as a signal booster, when signaling to get things from us, like I said before, the mo the voter, the money, or the attention. Like when that, that girl did her code switch thing, or when other people do their code switch thing, like um, somebody in viral media that's spoken upon and put, in a certain lane of images, you know, I'm just going to keep referring to these people indirectly, but one's a politician and one's an athlete, and they both had examples of code switching. The collective crowd approved of one. It was weird. There was a split. All right. With the first person, the politician, I saw a lot of people that weren't us um, I'm going to say artificially disgusted as it. Okay, they they knew to weaponize the moment. Mm. So they made sure to put that moment out there like, wow, what do you think you're doing? And me, mm. when I heard it, I was like, because I know this person's background, I know she grew up in a 95% Caucasian area, and the the speech that she was inflecting didn't match the region she grew up in anyway, even if she was 
you know, raised in a lower middle class or urban or, you know, the hood part of Westchester, she still wouldn't talk like that. That's not the mnemonics that she grew up on, if you know what I mean. Like, that's not her lexicon. That was kind of a weird combination that she put out there. So to me it was like, oh, that's super fake. Cool, but I'm not I'm not going to latch on to it because I don't have any dogs in her fight. I don't really care about them situation, but I thought it was corny. Now the other people, they weaponized it and kept pushing it and 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 pushing it. And I saw that our allies were like, but wait, these black people aren't even offended. My African-American isn't mad. Is my African-American mad? I don't see any African-Americans over here mad. And, of course, there's also weaponized silence between, you know, the other faction. Um, I'm going to call that the septum. The septum faction, they didn't really say much. Not at all. It wasn't, you know, it was a signal toward them. They they had they're in a organized strategic movement of their own, you know they have their own goals. So of course they're not going to say anything about that. Why? Nope, I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to act like it didn't happen. But when we fast forward to example two, the athlete did it, used his tight water inflection, put it all out there, like, hey, I'm not a cornball like you thought I was. Ha 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 ha. Gotcha. And people were, like, approving of it en masse. Like, ooh, that is a cool code switch. And it's ill to commercialize the code switch itself. It's like a mere, it's like, um, oh, you know what an advertising wink is, right? Uh, is it, is it like the underhanded, like, adver- is it like the underhanded message in the advertising? Yeah. Remember those 90s ads, like the old Sprite ads, where they, they would make fun of the commercial being a commercial? Mm, true, true, like the parody, okay. Yeah, that's kind of like image is nothing, thirst is everything. And then that uh-huh. applies to now. This is image is everything, thirst is everything, too, because they're <laughs> thirsty to see more images. Like, ooh, there goes one of us. Oh, sucky, sucky now. And I I saw that, and it's crazy. Even even the paradigms, like, we compare these people. I bring the rapper into it, the the rapper that's that's supposed to be the juxtaposition. That rapper is the nephew of a decorated music executive. And this person was signed in the early 2000s already. This person has connections and different social groupings that we don't know about. So the whole gangster image that, that they want to attach to this person as the anti-hero of the situation or the representation for the niggas, like, oh, that's the real nigga in this situation, is kind of a, kind of a false dichotomy, too. Because your uncle is not Rico Wade, my G. Right, right, right. You know, we're, we're not him. I mean, any any one of us might have some connections in our family. I'm not gonna speak on the people that I'm I'm related to, and I'm sure we're not gonna you're not gonna bring up yours. You feel me? But you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, um, folks. Uh, I know what you mean for sure. Like, and then nobody's playing that game for real, for real. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. You're not out there doing them situations. It's just it's a lot of it's a strange play. It's like watching choreography. I think all these people are friends at the end of the day. They shake hands. They have drinks with each other. Where they don't drink, they have smoothies with each other, and they exercise with each other, depending on what role they want to play or what role that they're given. And um, we're given enhanced reality to watch right? and participate in and let influence our lives because these people are living memes. Their moments are memes. Like even when um like um when a certain rapper makes an awkward face and jumps in the water. I think people I think these moments are, are definitely calculated so folks can make fun of them. You know, like bring these folks back down to earth because it's still free promo. Like ha 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 I'm the okay. butt of your joke. 
but they wanted to go stop. Yeah. One of the books I uh, how to watch TV news. It was telling me like how uh, journalists and like when they become reporters and stuff, well, on TV and like the the they like they they want you to feel like you're like them. So factual. So that leads me to another point. How can we engage in media training for individuals to counter all of this, to kind of guard our children and our loved ones mentally and socially and give them just a, a, an undergirder themselves so they won't have to have the freedom to or freedom from question asked or, or participate in this um these media fiascos or the, these cultural pushes, like what type of alarms can we set up or what type of, of lessons can we give our people to be like, okay, no, this person looks like you or you admire this person, but I understand we're in two different planes of life. That is a human being, but we're doing different things. Like right, we're here. Right. I mean, it's hard to 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 uh to synthesize the individual with the collective sometimes because they feel like they so separate but they not <laughs> they they one they they one of the they one of the other they're 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 the transition there you you become you you're a part of your collective uh, you are one of the collective so it's hard this it's, it's kind of hard to give you a, a, a straight answer but one two things that I would probably suggest to my people in America, well, in America, because I can't really speak too widely yet. We ain't going too deep. Um, right. I've already Sex, I would say. Uh, uh, but two things I would say we could do is, I would say the same thing that Mr. Uh, Torrance Stevens uh, suggested in one of his podcasts before, like a long time ago. He don't even really record on Anchor, but... Um, uh, he said, "Join uh your your, your teachers union." He was, he was the president of this city. He he out missed it. Well, he was. That's smart. But uh, he got kicked off Twitter and, and for spitting that fire though. But uh, that and then also we could do um city hall meetings more. We need to be out there t- talking our shit. There's a few of us that know what the hell is going on, and that shit be on TV. So, I mean, it's ways to connect to our people if we want it, ha- if we want it to happen. They hear us. Ooh. They hear us. <laughs> Definitely. I'm saying, like, I'm racing. Racism is the top two right now, man. So it's not that they don't hear us or that they can't understand what's happening because they know. They've been doing this since their whole life. They ain't have to live no other life but theirs. We know what theirs do like because we live it too. But we live in our own lives too within that. That's a fact. It's hard. Great answer, bro. But, hey, I mean... There's there's answers within the ambiguity. That's that starts another <laughs> journey. Man. By the time you go somewhere else, you already you figured out what the first thing that you was looking for. Like oh, I didn't walk down this upper path and I found this by <laughs> accident, so it's all good. Ah, right. It's, it's all inspiration, man. It's all inspiration. That's how I look at it, man. Everything I fall into, everything I see, I try to take as much as I can from it, you know. For real, for real. So that's what I be on out here, man. Living out, uh, trying to grow out here. For real, for real. That's it. That's yeah, it. there's always goodness and expansion. Just make sure not to be the the update that that drops off some of the necessary parts. You feel me? Woo! Oh yeah, and and who watches the Watchers? Like, cause I um I don't want to be the only one of us that goes around in them sites. Like, I, I try not to jump into the poison too much because I'm not going to lie. Um, 
before, there was a little trend, and I, I'm noticing it now of people using the hard R humorously. And I remember about six, seven years ago, me and the homies used to do that, like on some, yeah, we, we've been over here trolling. So now we're going to be super trolls within our own community and kind of get y'all used to what's popping. And uh, it's poisonous. Like, I'm not going to use that trendy word that people use that the Avenger had on its title, but that that does affect the mind, seeing that and numbing yourself to that and being like, oh, this is just cool to throw around. But I know where that came from. So knowing, knowing that, I think more of us should not necessarily spy on them spaces, but be more willing to do reconnaissance in non-black areas with a serious mind. Not trying to assimilate, but being like, okay, what's popping? How are these people moving? What are they talking about when they're not talking about us? And you'll be surprised to find where they're talking about us, fam. I was on a, a snow plow, a, a snow removal video, and somebody in there had these black people comment, and they have nothing to do with us at all. But it was ill to see, just in the random snow removal video. Uh, I watch wilderness videos, I watch foraging videos, I watch axe repair videos just to just to see what people are on and learn about new things. Watch a whole bunch of nature videos and prepping videos just to see what people are on. It's kind of interesting to look at their perspective. And I, I think more of us doing the damn thing. <laughs> so. yeah. They're ready. We we not though. Are we? Or if if we are, are we? I don't. Know. I don't know. If we ready or not? And that's that's a crazy thing to say. If we don't know, that's kind of scary, bro. Exactly. Like it should be a feeling. <laughs> but like you said, man, like we don't know. We don't something that you can predict or something that's set up, it's, it's like, man, you just had to have been there. It's one of those man. great stories that you just know from being a story. Like, you can't document everything, and I think us wanting to save everything, even just as a whole, but especially with us, kind of what? Yeah, we can't save everything. everything Not at all. Oh. You don't have enough room. Nope. Things gotta, or evolve, or whatever. Stuff gotta do something. Some, some gotta shake. You gotta shake it up. Right. Mix it up or something. <laughs> Find the way. <laughs> We've been about that though. Like our, we all live by kind of a, a similar code though. I I would say. <laughs> For the children of the masses, as he frankly. E. Franklin Fraser, we call it the, the children of the masses. We 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 here and um, we ain't going. <laughs> oh yeah, we gonna we gonna be. There's definitely not gonna be a massive reduction. Just, you know, the, the desire to ride in style may lead to more discomfort than actual discomfort will. The discomfort of not being seen or, or not grabbing that attention or, or you know, not collect, being in a popularity race right now, you know, or not even being in that moment, actually, actually letting the scarcity hit you, actually missing out because you're not missing out on anything, even, even, even me, you know, I can, I, know. I can use uh, 
a forced 30, you feel me, banning myself from social media instead of doing the scroll for data because we're not going to retain most of that, and a lot of it is uh, garbage. And there is a net term, or I believe it's in the computer, com computer community, they call it garbage in, garbage out. If you retain all that trash data and all this, you know, this random jumble of timeline and scrollage, you're not really going to spit anything. Great thinker knows that, that we're in, inundated with information. True. We're inundated, bro. Yes, we are. We're made of information, so we know what it feels like to be inundated with information. Facts. I'm wondering what consequences well, that are. Like us, me and you, we, we, I can hear it in your voice you under pressure, bro. You said what? I just wanted to feel like the, 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 the realness of our conversation because a lot of these conversations, man, like, I hear you, but y'all not giving me all of you. Man. Enough of you. Enough of you. Because you ain't got to give me all of you. You can't do it. I appreciate your conversation and everything, bro. Same here. Likewise, bro, I really appreciate it. Yeah, I got my, my son over here, but I'm doing the best hey. that I can. What's his name? His name well, is no, Kevin. No. I call him Hogan. His name is Kevin. No promo. No, no promo. No promo violation. <laughs> no promo violation. <laughs> That's one. What? 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 He was talking about multiple... He's good. But no, man, hey. For real, man, I'm, I'm appreciating the, the genuineness of this conversation, and I'm hoping you are, too, and I hear Oh, you. yeah. Most definitely. Cool, man. Uh, what, what, what else we discussing, man? Chop it up. Sure, let me see here. Well, Dude, I wanted I wanted to get into that series, and I I actually would need your assistance because um you from the mill and y'all got yeah. some of those same organizations and uh Al is from St. Louis and it's funny because he's from the con huh real close yeah, yeah real close and it's like uh that's the convergence of a lot of organizations even West Coast and Midwest ones and you know both are are areas with a lot of black folks. And um, I noticed that Milwaukee hasn't really had much commercial representation, so I say y'all are kind of um, untouched and untainted by certain um, levels of attention, whorism. You know, this is from the outside, so it would be a good, pure perspective to get. And it goes down there, so that's another, um, you know, there's, a, there's definitely seriousness to it. But um, and the same with St. Louis, cause uh, like with this series, I wanted to speak on. Hold on. Like as far as nation symbols, mason symbols, how they're connected, the pyramids, the all C and I, the champagne hat, the champagne glass, the the hat, the um, the top hat, the cane, Poseidon's fork, the five pointed star pentagram, six pointed star. Um, the Masonic compass, and um, even even with God, God bodies, and mathematics, and divine mathematics. Um, yeah, the, you know, the, the, call, the, the, uh, the question and answer period, I, I, I hear it all, bro. The lit, literature. Come yeah. Come on. It's all been done before. We, we've, been, we've, been, we've been tapping in with the people. We, our gangs are, 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 have been understood. Seriously. Seriously right. understood. We have not looked at our, our organization, our war organizations. Those are our war organizations, uh, called. The more right. not about, none of that. So, it, it, and I want to, I want to, I want to speak on them. Hold on. There we go. I want to speak on them in, in more of a manner about their esoteric features and, you know, the politics. 
and 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 certain other aspects that haven't really been spoken on in detail. Cause I notice like on YouTube, people just want to hear about uh, who is getting that money, man. Who is uh, over here getting shot? And who is the, the the man with the most bread? And who had the craziest cars? And who is the leader? I was like, uh, I want to know like what did they learn from the allegories? And who is like a spiritual leader? And who is like a um, who was really dope with the math, and how did you see it applied in real life, and did you see anything supernatural occur? You feel me? Like something just way different than the perspective that people usually ask them. Like, um, okay, now was there any lords that are masons? Because one of my homies said, yeah, there's a lot. Are there any stones that are that have been to Egypt and seen the connections between that? Like, all that. Yeah, man, they out here. They all that exist. For sure, for sure. I mean, the connections are there, bro. Um, it's, it, I don't want to speak too much on it, but yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's there. Motherfuckers did that shit. Uh, like, you got to think about it. The gang was, 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 uh, was, was getting linked in with the social interest groups of the street. That was coming from the same hood they came from. But they was on some different shit. Right. Like you could be from the hood and be on some different shit. But the motherfuckers, they was they was they was teamed up against some people. Yep, even a lot of them. Even if they was infiltrating that shit to uh to, to be even secretive against their own people, but they were still against those other people. <laughs> Right, I did. I had to that. I, I seen a video today on Twitter. It was crazy. This man, I don't, I don't care about the context, but well, I do care about it, but I don't care about it right now. <laughs> uh, he was like, uh, "This guy have uh, said he was like, I'm gone, I'm gone." The police uh, got to uh, put him in a bulky in a uh, one arm Nelson, and uh, he's uh, he, he puts him on the ground. The, 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 the fat cop falls on his back. And he punches the guy, the black, the black dude punches the cop, and uh, the, the whole, the whole, the whole hood jumps on the black dude. Yeah, I thought that was weird. That was super weird. I don't care about the context, bro. You weren't supposed to do that. Not on nope, film. Not at all. Uh-uh. Not on film. Not at all. Don't care if the person not was a violator. That's a. That's the direct enemy. You're not supposed to collaborate or aid with that man at all, but. And again, we we have a, a very new generation. Even within the enemies, they're saying that the new people are the more effective enemies, are actually less effective according to them. It's like, okay, they now are more likely to shoot you. A young cop is more likely to shoot you or arrest you over something dumb because, A, they think only bad guys have guns. B, they were raised on video games, so their reaction time is a lot faster. And C, they have a, a weird sense of morality due to A and B. Like, they're they're not neighborhood cops anymore. They didn't grow up in that same environment. And they weren't raised right. within cop culture, like, I guess. They, they're not... You know, even though those were the pickiest of pigs at those times, and they were still murderous and gluttonous and greedy... They had a panache, and I'd say some of them had a genetic quoi. Even there was bully, you know, the bully cops. You knew who he was. Like, right, that, exactly. That's, they had that balance with people. Now, the Nintendo pig is a different story. Ooh. He might be on some roids. Uh, he was raised on hip-hop, so he thinks he's cool. Exactly. So, he wants video with you. He, he, he'll let that shit go down. <laughs> Yeah. Right. He'll let something go down. He'll be in a video with you and then pop you like a week or two later because he felt threatened for his life. He was playing too much Call of Duty and his reflexes went off. Man, these facts are crazy. These facts are crazy, dude. You're right. You're totally right. It's crazy. I didn't think about it like that. I never thought about it like that. Listening to Gucci Man and the Cruiser... Bro, I've seen some crazy stuff, and and coming from, it's weird to say I'm from Ohio because I I moved around way too much. I lived in the DMV and upstate New York, Texas a lot of the time. I went to school down there, but 
Mm-hmm. Weirdest things is Ohio, like one of the weirdest places. There's a a known wigger with a swastika in the middle of his chest. Gold chains, gold teeth, and all that. And that reminds me of them cops. Right. Like they're just kind of like a shadow and light of each other or different mirror images, night and day, but they're the same exact person. One just took the other Man. half. And that's just like a, Yep. That's just like the, the mirror flip of what you said with the social organizations and the, the war organizations in the hood. Some folks yeah. choose to, chose to go to the political route and pick up the picket sign. Another one was like, I'm going to pick up this pack. You know what Man. I mean? And some was like, I'm going to do both at the same time, and right. and that'll be that. And, you know, there's there's also police that do that, you know, that or that at the same time. Yeah, we, we, we live with these folks. I had to I had to remind myself that today, like we live with these folks, so they definitely take on parts of our culture, we take on parts of their culture. Oh yeah. And that is no what doubt. I was saying about that healthy shit. We supposed to help our home first. Fuck that. Um, but yeah, totally agree with you dude. I think we should also like start categorizing those things, like and those new symbols come about or when new cultural phenomena start taking taking shape, I think folks need to start going to Google Trends and seeing when words start. Like, all right, for example, that, no promo, here we go, toxic. When, when did that start? Was it 2012? Was it 2009? Was it 2013? What conversation brought that about? Let's start looking at these ground zeros. Yeah, uh, Tommy, Tommy Jake Perry definitely uh, covered that one with his uh, discussion of toxic masculinity. If uh, anybody's hearing that, uh, he definitely did a good job with that. I mean, there's certain players in the academic space that do that thing, but um, the space just doesn't create for a, a, a fruitful uh, result at the end because um, there's no guarantees with that. That whole college scheme. Thanks. There's no guarantees in life. <laughs> but, uh, nope, not at it's all. It's about the of it and uh, what you do. About what you do. What things you make, make happen. But yeah, we should definitely uh, categorize how that happens. Most definitely, we should have a, a social diagnostic system. Since things are going viral, and viral is, you know, a medical terminology, there should also be uh, antidotes to the viral material or um, antivirals, you know, things that are set in place to kind of check those or at least do research on them, categorize them in quarantine them for later study. Right. Read the meter on it. This, this is too high on the meter. I'm about to read this joint and tell y'all what's popping. We sick yeah. boss. We telling you. We gonna tell you quick. <laughs> right. But, uh, Something happened then. <laughs> you right, bro, but Cause we ain't we. I feel as though because it's, there's no tightness of our, there's no knitness, and there's no yeah, our, no knitness and fitness. Fitness, like what the fuck would do he be thinking about? Dog is a thinker. <laughs> Facts. But uh, no I'm knitness. You definitely the spot of what I I do in this uh, anchor space. Bet. You know what, as a matter of fact, I think we might have to make this a part one because I do want to have Al and you on the line and, and continue this conversation. I got to get to this boy. Whatever that is, dog. Sweet. Bet. But, uh, no, uh, we definitely going to have a part two. Definitely got to have a part two with Al. Oh yeah, and tell tell folks what I your did. your links are. And this man wrote he wrote an actual book. Who? Oh, Al did. 